Good morning, Daily Huddle, and welcome to Money Monday. We have a great episode ahead of you. My name is Zach Odie, and this is my wife, Kimberly, and we are your hosts for today. We have a, a guest that's going to be visiting us up here. in the. He's in the upper left-hand corner of my screen, Mr. James Clifton. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Thank you guys for joining us on The Daily Huddle. I'm Kimberly, this is Zach, and we're the host of Money Mondays, and we have James Clifton, one of our really good friends, joining us today. He is an attorney in Atlanta, so I'm going to read his little bio so you guys have a proper introduction to him, and then we're going to get started. So today we're going to talk to James Clifton, um, and the question of the day is, what can I do if my debt is overwhelming me? So a little bit about James. He's the founding member of the Clifton Law Firm. His areas of focus are contract law, real estate, landlord-tenant foreclosure, probate, wills, trusts, and estates. The firm also handles car accidents, divorce, bankruptcy, and criminal defense cases. Mr. Clifton's licensed to practice in Georgia, Florida, California, Texas, and Washington, D.C., um, and is a member of the Bar of the United States Supreme Court and can take your case to the highest and most powerful court in America. That's kind of cool, James. I didn't know that. Yeah, welcome, thank welcome. You. Thanks yeah, for joining us that. today. I'm happy to be here. And I actually want to take a, a one second to brag on my son, Julian. Does he know he, the song? When, well, he doesn't know the song, but when he was 16 months old, I, I kid you not, we recorded him. He, he, yeah, he, he knows all the presidents, has known them since he was 16 months old. And he was actually featured on Channel 2 News here in Atlanta uh, because that, that video went viral. So, uh, He's a special little boy, but on President's Day, that when you sang that song, it reminded me of him <laughs> going through the the presidential list and knowing each of the presidents. So you'll have uh, you to. Did a great um, job. That's we'll, awesome. We'll, we'll so, do a contest. We'll see. There we'll see you go. <laughs> we might make me sweat a little more. <laughs> so we'll have to um, like when when this is recorded and put on Facebook, you'll have to put that clip of him. Yeah, in the yeah. So we can all I'll we clip, can all I'll clip have it, a, put, you know, a sing off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds good. That sounds good. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. So tell me, what can I do if my debt is overwhelming me? Let's talk about that question. Yeah. So um, first, I want to talk about some of the common reasons how people start to get overwhelmed by debt. So um, in my practice, what we see often is that there's a change in life circumstances that precedes the the, the debt becoming an overwhelming burden on the person. Some of the most common um, our loss of job or decrease in income. So right now in the economy, we're seeing layoffs more common, even though we're adding jobs each month, um, we're seeing increasing in layoffs. So there are some people out there that are, um, you know, seeing that reduction of income from a, a layoff, or you may be in a, a sector where, uh, or you're in sales, uh, real estate, mortgage lending, we're seeing a, a pretty big reduction in volume. And so those people who were having really good years for the last three or four years, you know, they were accustomed to making six-figure income, maybe looking at twenty or thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars is their income this year. And they've amassed debt 
based on their prior three or four years of earnings, and now their current earnings aren't keeping up with their debt. Um, another big issue we see is medical bills. It's actually the, the nation's largest, sadly, it's the nation's largest uh, cause of bankruptcy. It's still the leading cause of bankruptcy in America today. Um, another issue we see is a loss of a loved one. So if you have you know, a 15-year history of, or 20, 30, 50-year history of um, relying on your partner or spouse's income, and then you lose that spouse, and now you're living on a single-income household, uh, your, your debt obviously is going to – it doubles in comparison to if you had you know, equitable earnings um, to what it used to be. And one, one other thing that I want to talk about real quick is um, since COVID in 2020, um, we have actually been seeing a uh, two-fold increase in – the death rate in young people from 18 to 39, which is, it's a startling number that we don't really see talked about a lot, but uh, the the life insurance companies and who we work with often, they, they see that on their back end and they realize, and, and so my the point being is that young people can encounter this and if it's a loved one, um, and they need to be prepared for it. So, you know, like putting your will in place, uh, getting your medical directive in place, your power of attorney, durable power of attorney for finances. Um, all those are important aspects, even for young people to take a look at. And obviously, you know, my, my firm helps with that too. And if you've lost a loved one, we help with the probate process to, to get you, um, you know, kind of settled into this new life that, that you're going to have to adapt to. Um, Another economic pressure that we're seeing that is leading to the debt becoming overwhelming is inflation. Uh, it's it is sticky. Inflation is sticky. The the, the Fed has continued to raise interest rates, um, but I think we're down to six point one uh, year over year inflation. But sadly, this month we're actually at plus point four month over month inflation, which is not a good indicator. Um, and so. Inflation causes the, you know, the cost of utilities, the cost of groceries, all that increases while some, sometimes your income does not. So you're, you're facing mounting uh, pressure from external forces while your income staying the same. And then last, rising interest rates. So if you have any variable rate interest uh, loans like credit card debt, um, some Fewer, much fewer mortgage loans are now variable interest rate. What's your but, equity loans? Yeah, your home equity loans, uh, yeah, a lot of times are. Um, I actually uh, just looked at a house that's for sale that has a, an adjustable rate loan. So they're, they're still out there. Um, and those definitely, with rates increasing uh, you know, every quarter, are causing, again, um, debts to, to rise disproportionate to income. And so that's putting a lot of pressure on people. So um, one of the first signs that people often see their debt overwhelming them is they get behind on credit cards. Those are like, th those are your, when, when you don't have disposable income, your credit card becomes your disposable income. You know, you want to go on a trip, you put it on credit card. Uh, you know, you want to see a concert, you put it on a credit card. And 
what we see is as finances tighten and you don't have as much uh, income to to pay for your recurring bills, we see your credit card start to get behind. And sadly, the credit card is one of the most expensive things to get behind on from an interest rate perspective. Credit card interest rates are at an all-time high right now, or I don't, I can't say all the time. They're at an extremely high rate right now. 21%, I think, or just under 21% was the, the interest rate on the average credit card, which is insane compared to like a mortgage rate, which right now is about six, right around 6%, maybe a little more than 6%. So, um, so you know, having a lot of credit card debt is really just building interest up to pay the credit card company back. Um Credit card debt is at an all-time high. So total debt in America is at an all-time high. I think it just hit a uh, trillion dollars, which is, that's a crazy number. We've never seen it before. Um, and so you're not alone out there. Um, there's a lot of people that are dealing with significant credit card debt right now. Um, so when we talk about credit card debt, there's there's a few, you know, a few options on on how to start dealing with the first option always whenever you feel overwhelmed with that is to take a hard look at your finances if you're not good with finances find someone who you trust that is good with finances to help you come up with a budget to try and figure out a way to pay you know start getting your um credit cards back on track because you don't want to be racking up that 20 percent interest 21 percent interest per month um so, so that's your your first line of attack. Second, once you've had once you've figured out your your finances and your budget, if you if you still can't find a way to make manageable credit card payments where you're paying down the actual debt along with the interest, because if you're just paying the interest, your credit card debt's never going to go away. It's just going to continue continue on forever. Um, so you want to find a way to pay off debt and interest. And if you can't do that, you need to reach out. To the credit card company directly. A lot of times they will help you. They will work with you. If you say, look, I need to close off this account. Will you work with me on just closing it off and taking, you know, uh, a lower payment total for what I owe you or setting me up on some sort of uh, other payment plan where, or where you find, uh, you, you find a HELOC where at a much lower rate, if you have home equity in your home, where you can pay off this 20% interest credit card with a 6%, 7% interest HELOC on your home. That way you're accruing interest debt at a much lower rate than you were before. And so, so that uh, you, you had approached the, the credit company, uh, credit card company. There's also some companies that assist um, with repayment plans and things like that. You need to be careful about that though. Um, cause oftentimes your repayment plan is a, is just, it's set up for failure. I've worked with those companies before and the expectations that they, what they, what they tell you and what the actual realistic expectations are, are very different. And so, um, very few of those in my experience have been successful in resolution. And so last we come to what we get called most often about is bankruptcy. So credit card debt is what's known as unsecured debt, meaning it is not secured against your house or your car or anything like that. So it is just fully dischargeable in bankruptcy. So if you file bankruptcy, there's two types of bankruptcy. There's chapter seven, that's a liquidation. 
and there's chapter 13, and that's an individual restructuring of your debt. So there's uh, a test that you have to, to perform called the means test, where you essentially look at how much your income is versus how much your debts are. And that determines whether you can go into a chapter seven liquidation or chapter 13 um, uh, restructure. And so if, if you qualify for the chapter seven, like you've completely lost your job, your de debts are absolutely overwhelming, then that means you can essentially wipe away these credit cards for good. Bankruptcy hits your credit score hard. It does. And it, it stays on it for a little while. But if you're if you're up against the wall where, you know, your your last resort is to get these credit cards um, removed so that you can continue to pay your car and your house note, then, you know, you got it. You have to make the best financial decision for you. And not paying those cards hits your credit, too. So. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You're already you're already looking at a credit hit from being delinquent on your on your uh, credit cards or your car payment or your mortgage anyway. So you're already on the downward trend. So you can essentially rip the Band-Aid off, get it over with and start new. That, I mean, that's the whole point of bankruptcy. Uh, very successful and wealthy people have taken bankruptcy and used it to their advantage. It's That's the whole point of it is to give people, and they know that. They know that it's a fresh start. It's a chance to start over and, and uh, work towards a new future. So don't be ashamed of bankruptcy. It happens. People need it. Um, so, so use it to your advantage when you need it. And don't be don't let it be a stigma preventing you from from using. Yeah, I think that um, that's one of the things when you think about credit pressure. And and I appreciate what James is saying very very much. But one of the things we talk about obviously is helping people to not get behind and how to be those those financial advisors that that structure things and work with you and and make sure that that works. But the reality of it is some things are out of our control. And uh, when you deal with credit pressure. One of the big concerns is mental health, right? It's 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 feeling less worthy. It's feeling like you're less of a person because those phone calls can be very harassing and they can be very they, they can they can beat you down, right? And so um, our our goal is not for people to uh, take advantage of this that that shouldn't or to not pay their bills. We want healthy financial decisions out there. But at the same time, we want mentally healthy individuals that can live a happy life, realizing that money isn't everything and that a fresh start sometimes is the best thing that you can do. Uh, one of the best things I think about the bankruptcy protection scenario is that those people have to stop calling you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, once, absolutely. That, once that is in place. Right, James? Yeah, absolutely. So so all credit collection stops, all lawsuits stop. Every it stop is called the automatic stay. And it is uh, in, in instituted by the bankruptcy court, and it's and it, it has penalties if people violate it. So if, if they're still harassing you after you file bankruptcy, they can get in trouble for that. So and, and that's a that's a great point that those collection calls really do get they get very overbearing and can can definitely beat you down. Absolutely, good point. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so the bankruptcy is like that's your your last resort essentially to, to credit card debt, but it's the ultimate uh, exonerator from debt. It, it, it makes it go away. You just have to, obviously the credit issue with your decreasing credit score because of it is, is the one thing you have to deal with uh, the, the, the big issue you have to deal with there. Um, another, another sign that you're, you're getting overwhelmed by your debt is you get behind on your car payments. So um, it's, what what we're seeing, we deal deal in real estate a lot. Is I was mentioning in the the reasons for being overwhelmed in debt is you see a decrease in income. 
So, you know, real estate agents like to look flashy. And when they're making good money, they're driving nice cars. Um, the G-Wagon is one of the most repossessed cars right now. Um, and it, luxury luxury cars are are getting repossessed too. And my my initial thought was, it's probably coming from people in real estate because they they enjoy those and and crypto. That's another another uh, area that um, saw a pretty heavy decline last year. And um, so the yeah, so car repossession, uh, getting behind on your car payment is another uh, issue that that we're seeing with the the debt becoming overwhelming. So some options that you have when you get behind on your car payment. Again, you want to first contact your uh, your lender, whether it's a local credit union or the the um, the auto uh, finance company. I actually, Capital One is one of the biggest uh, auto finance companies out there, and they're still going pretty strong on auto finance. Uh, interest rates on cars are the highest they've been in many, many years. Uh, so, you know, that's getting more expensive. But what I've seen is that there is some hesitance in the marketplace to continue to lend at the current rate on cars. Um, I just saw a one of the, a pretty large uh, auto finance company just said that they're not for starting Wednesday. They're no longer offering auto finance, period, anymore. Um, Oh, and back on credit cards real quick, Goldman Sachs, who is one of the largest credit card holder debt holders in America, they just issued a statement last week saying they're not increasing their credit card debt portfolio. And I I think that may be some government pressure on them that they're so over leveraged on on the uh, credit card debt. The government probably said, if you guys see a big default on this, then, you know, based on bankruptcy filings. Uh, we may not bail you out if you continue to to yeah. lend to consumers at this kind of rate. So, um, but in car, we're seeing the same kind of uh, pressure in, in auto financing too. Um, and that uh, again, so when when you find yourself in default on on the uh, vehicle, the first thing you have to worry about is repossession. I mean, that's they in in Georgia and most states, they just come straight for the car. Um, they they hold title when you finance title. They hold title so they can come get it whenever they want it. It's theirs, not yours. Until you pay it off, it is theirs. You're just borrowing it. Um, so the uh, again, what what ways to ways to combat this is first you want to contact them. See if there's any you know kind of forbearance plan or modification plan where you can get your you know if you need to restructure payments to kind of uh, put them back into place where they need to be, uh, do that. And then also values are up on used cars. They went, they, they're, they were up 47% year over year for a while there. And now they've come down a little bit, but January they're up again. I think they're up like 10% this month, which is wow. month over month. This is an insane number. Um, a lot of that may be driven by, um, tax uh, refunds, but we'll see how that plays out in the long term. So you can actually return your car that's too expensive for you. And you may actually, oddly enough, which we don't see often, have equity or at least a position good enough to get out completely out from under your debt, not be under your debt when you return your car and get something more affordable. So that's that's an option. Obviously, if you're afraid the repo man is on your front door, you can always file bankruptcy again and that'll stop the, the repossession, put that automatic stay in place to give you time to figure out if you want to reaffirm the 
boom, the car debt or turn it over and get something new. And so I, I don't want to run out of time. So I'm going to talk quick through this last one. House, default in housing is one of the, the things that we see. Typically, that's the one people reserve for last. They make sure that, you know, they'll, they'll let the credit cards get behind. They'll get let their car payment get behind, but they don't want to get behind on their rent or their mortgage. But it happens at some point uh, the, the economic downward pressure is so strong that you may be behind on your rent or mortgage. Um, if you're renting, try and work something out with your landlord. If your landlord is an individual who only owns one or two investment properties, they're much more likely to work with you on getting back to, you know, uh, an even uh, field on your payments by giving you a couple hundred, few hundred dollars off per month for the next few months and then adding it back over time for the few months after that. So don't be afraid to talk to your landlord. If it's a big apartment complex, national company like Post or whatever, less likely that that's going to work, but it never hurts to try. Sure. And then if you're completely behind on it, you're facing eviction, the eviction in Georgia and in most states is very quick. It's a quick process. It takes less than 30 days. So you really need to have plans for alternate arrangements if you get that eviction notice taped on your front door. So um, so that's, that's what you need to know about eviction. And then foreclosure. This is actually what we're seeing a pretty big uptick in in business at my firm is foreclosure defense cases. We work pretty heavily in Florida and Georgia. Florida is a much easier state to mount a foreclosure defense because it's a judicial foreclosure state where you actually can put your arguments in front of the court. In Georgia, it's a non-judicial foreclosure. So it, again, is a quick process, usually occurring once you're delinquent 90 days, you miss three months of payments. The foreclosure process only takes about 45 days after that. So again, you have to be ready to move if you're that late in the process. However, I got some good news for you. There's, there's some options. So first, we can work on a loan modification. So loan modification is that opportunity to talk to the lender, get approved for lower payments over a longer time. If that doesn't work, that's okay too. A lot of people still have equity in their homes. So you can sell and cash out your equity, find something more affordable or rent for a year or two, rebuild your credit a little bit, and then go back into the, into the real estate market. We actually, my firm, uh, I started a real estate brokerage designed to, to help people in situations like this called Area Attorney Real Estate Associates. That's a real estate brokerage that um, helps people in situations like this sell their house, avoid the foreclosure. The, our attorneys work to stop the foreclosure while you're selling, give you the opportunity to sell, cash in your equity, and then put it into a new house or an apartment until you can get your finances in order again. Awesome. Um, if you're underwater, you can short sale, which means you're selling your house for less than you owe to the bank. Again, you want somebody knowledgeable with the, on the process to help you with the application of, you know, because you have to prove some sort of circumstances out of your control that are causing you to have to sell it for less than they'll, that you owe on it. But they will approve that if you can prove that, you know, and that's something that you want to work with an attorney on. Um, and then a deed in lieu of foreclosure is an option. If you just need to wipe your hands of it and say, I'm out, uh, you can always, if the lender approves it and your title's still clean to the house, you can hand it back to the bank and they'll take it from you. It'll save you some credit, uh, your credit score um, a little bit. And then uh, finally, if you really just need to buy time, your credit cards are really high, you're, you're in foreclosure, a bankruptcy may be your best option in that case too, to get rid of your underlying credit card debt. And that frees up a lot of money to pay your mortgage. And so you just have to worry about your mortgage, your car, 
you know, in groceries and utilities and that. Point. So, so that pretty much is a really quick rundown of what you can do if your debt is overwhelming you. I, I, I could go on all day about this. This is what I do every day. I sit behind my desk and talk about this stuff. So um, I explain this to clients all day long. So um, yeah, but if you guys have any questions. Thank you very much. And yeah, I know we've got Stan's got his hand up. So Stan, you've got a question for us. So go ahead. Yeah, first of all, James, thank you so much for that information. Um, really great. I hope you guys hear me well. I'm pretty clear. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm still a little bit confused about um, about the chapter 7 and 13. Now, one, I, I don't think you really spoke about 13, did you? Or did you only well, refer to 7? Right. Which one? So That's 13, what my question is. Sure, absolutely. 13 is when you make the court, bankruptcy court deems that you make enough to pay off a lot of your debt. So you can't liquidate your debt and say, I'm done with it. The bank actually puts you through a five-year restructuring where you have to pay off a portion of your debt, your credit card debts and your unsecured debts. Your all your all your secured debts, like your car and your home, you still, even in chapter seven, you still have to, if you want to keep those, you still have to pay them. But your unsecured debts in a chapter 13, you have to pay back some of that too. So the the chapter 13 debt. Uh, is not completely wiped out. So depending on, and it depends on how much you make and how much debt you have. They will determine how much you have to pay back of that debt. Does that make sense? James, actually it does. Now, a car, a car note would be considered a secured debt, wouldn't it? It, it is a secured debt. Yes, your house yeah. and your car are secured debt because they're secured by the title to the home and the title to the vehicle. Yep, that's exactly right. Right. Yeah, and so those... I, I, mm-hmm. No, those no, have you go right to be in. paid back. Yeah, if you want to keep those, those have to be paid back. So mm-hmm. um, you can, uh, they will often work with you to modify your loan through the bankruptcy. You can do that on either your home or your car, but you have to be prepared to reaffirm your debt. That's what's called a reaffirmation agreement to reaffirm your debt on your car or in your home in order to keep them, or else they will ask the bankruptcy court for relief from that automatic stay, and then they'll do the repossession or do the foreclosure. Okay, then, because that still sounds like to a degree like the 13, just that in the 13, you have to sell off. You have to sell off, correct? And in, in, in uh, the seven, It depends. So, so in seven, you may have to sell off in certain circumstances, too. It all depends okay. on how, how your debts compare to your, your assets. So the, gotcha. the bankruptcy court, okay. if you have a million dollars in assets, the bankruptcy court's not going to let you keep all that in, in gotcha. the to the effect to, to wipe out your creditors. So they look at your, your debts versus your assets. So gotcha. um, yeah, so it, 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 they will look at how much equity you have. And you, what, what we're typically dealing with is situations where in a seven where your house has very little equity and your car has no equity, that's when they're not gonna, there's not gonna be a sale or anything like that. If you owe $10,000 on a million dollar home and you have 500,000 in credit card debt, they're gonna make you sell your million dollar home and buy something else. Does that yeah. make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. guys, okay. yeah. I, I hate to go ahead, James. Well, I'm just saying it, they they look they look at it very equitably. They they look at it, make sure that you're not going to do anything that would, you know, uh, undermine any confidence of creditors to in the future. You know, they they make a a very equitable determination about. Well, thank you guys so much, James. I appreciate you being here. Obviously, a wealth of knowledge and information. You guys, the uh, uh, James's website is in there, as well as his name, so you guys can see that. 
um, as we as we finish up today and we say thank you guys uh, very much. At the Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time, 